Deadliest news, issues, comments, and people? Well, on now is National Talk Black with Trendy Trev. Going live from BBM through the National Indigenous Radio Service. Give us a call now, 1 800 422 416. National Talk Black with Trendy Trev. Yes, a very good morning, you Daily Mob. Welcome back to your Yarny Circle, the Murray Grapevine. It is National Talk Black. It is I, Trevor Tim, Trendy Trev, Murray from the Curry. I come to you live from First Nation Radio Station here in Cairns on Yudinji Country as BBM Bumper Brip Media, 98.7 FM, and we go across the nation. Thanks to NERS, National Radio Service. Have your say in Yarn Up Strong, you mob, 1-800-422-416. like to acknowledge traditional owners of the land we broadcast from and to all our traditional owners across the beautiful country of ours. Welcome, Black. National Talk Black, have your say, you mob. Let's jump straight in and talk about a very important topic. Children at risk of impact uh, of parental um, mental illness. Uh, parents who have experienced depression are more likely than others to have children who develop the condition. In fact, there's a 42% higher risk of depression in children if their father is struggling with depression. And children with mother uh, battling depression are three to four times more likely to develop it themselves. Australian Kookaburra Kids uh, Foundation is striving to break the cycle of uh, intergenerational and uh, mental health issues through early intervention. We're going to catch up with Yarnav with Renee Coffey, CEO of Australian uh, Kookaburra Kids Foundation. And on the line we have Renee... <laughs> Renee, hello? Renee, you there? Renee? No, Renee. We'll try and get Renee, uh, the CEO of the uh, uh, Australian Kookaburra Kids Foundation, and I believe we have it on the line now. We'll try again. Renee, good morning. You there, Renee? Hello? Renee? You there, Renee? This is a very good morning. morning. Not happening at the moment. We'll try again with Rene. Uh, look, a very important conversation and uh, talking about uh, children who are at risk of impact of uh, parental mental illness. And um, look, it does uh, create uh, um, an, an avenue of uh, yeah of uh, mental illness. Uh, I didn't realise that uh, children can be uh, can receive depression at a very young age, but. Uh, Here's the conversation, a very important conversation in that space. So we'll just try and uh, yarn with Renee, Renee Coffey, uh, CEO of Australian Kookaburra Kids Foundation. Uh, we'll try again now to see if she's on the line. Renee, you there? Good morning. Yes, hello. Good morning. Oh, good. I do have you. How are you going? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Where are you based, Renee? I'm based in Brizzy. In Brizzy, all right. Thank you very much. Look, a very important conversation. Parents who experience depression are more likely than others to have children who develop the condition. I, I didn't realise that children can get depression. Yes, absolutely. Um, children can experience depression and also they can um, develop mental illnesses themselves later in life as well. Um, and the, the new stats that have come out um, mm. from Curtin University and earlier studies do show that the children who have parents with a mental illness are much more likely to develop those themselves. So we're talking about uh, well, tackling depression across the board, uh, but also to stop it going to children. That's what we're going to tackle with, with tackle it with adults to get them in the right space, especially if they're looking at going into uh, parenthood. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. So um, there's a lot of good programs out there at the moment looking mm. at parents and, and working with them. Um, and I guess what we're calling for is that that, that work is incredibly important. Um, what we're looking at um, is making sure that we're also having a holistic view of the family because, mm. of course, you've got these individuals who are experiencing a mental illness. They might be experiencing depression or anxiety or any other mental illness. Um, but we're really wanting people and the government and um, organisations mm. to look at that whole family unit because there's young people often in those families as well and, and we can see that there is an impact on them too. So we're talking money at the table and now when you're talking about this space, well, it's not an expense, it's an investment, isn't it? Absolutely. So we know that um, by working with young people, and this is the work that Kookaburra Kids do, we work yes. with young people who are impacted by family mental illness and we um, do some really good research with the work that we do, um, following up kids before and after. Um, and what we see with the young people that we're working with is that when they do our programs, mm. they um, absolutely have an increased understanding of what mental illness is. So they okay. have better mental health literacy. And the other really good thing that we see outcome from our programs is that children are much more likely to show help-seeking behaviours. So that means they're much more likely to go out um, and uh, reach out for help from support, potentially yeah. kids' helpline, um, from a doctor, from their families, from the school counsellor. They're much more likely to, to seek help. So they're two really important things that we need to be fostering in young people. And so, um, Renee, when we're talking children with depression, how young are we talking and, and how do you um, diagnose that? How do you know the, the symptoms for that? I am absolutely not a clinician, but I do work with some amazing, um, an amazing clinical team mm. at Kookaburra Kids. Um, and, I, and I think um, not being an expert in this area, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it's similar things to look out for in adults. But if you have any concerns about your young people or other people in your life, it's really important that they're seeking medical help. So mm -hmm. a really great first place to go to is the GP. So if you do have any concerns about young people, um, it's it's really good to get along to your GP and have those conversations. Raise what it is that's watching, that's worrying you mm. um, and the, the behaviours that you're seeing and have that chat early because GPs are set up to be able to refer um, you and young people on to the right people um, and they're best place to do that. Great, fantastic. Because when you look at, um, uh, well, human beings, young and old, there's no bandage around someone's head that you can see that there's depression or mental illness going on. So we're virtual in the dark, but we've got to have an open eye, open eyes, open heart, open mind in regard to our loved ones around us, yes? Absolutely. And, you know, we've had just in the last couple of months, we had Are You OK Day? So it's about yes. having those conversations with the people around us as well. Um, and, and if people aren't OK or you're worried about them, encouraging them to seek out and to seek help is really important. Um, uh, in terms of children who are impacted by parental mental illness, yeah. um, so if you've got young people, parents might be experiencing some struggles with their mental health. Kookaburra Kids provides free online connect sessions that kids can access anywhere in the country. Sure. Um, they get online, they do some great games, they talk to other kids who are in a similar situation and there is so much laughter. The kids laugh. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's really quite funny to watch. But they also learn a lot about mental health. They learn about mental illness. They learn about some of those signs and symptoms to keep an eye out for. And they're also given really good tools about where to reach out for help if they need it. So if mm. any of your listeners um, have young people that yes. are in families impacted by mental illness, absolutely go to our website, which is www.kookaburrakids.org.au. Mm. Go on there and you can get... Um, you can register the young people, refer the young people, and they can be accessing these free online Connect sessions.
Rene, beautiful. Thank you very much for the yarn. Very important yarn. Uh, look, thank you. We'll be in touch. You take care and big shout out to thank your team. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye, Rene. Bye. Good yarn there. Renee Coffey, her name is, CEO of Australian Kookaburra Kids Foundation. And uh, look, Kids in Crisis study, in, uh, study exposes alarming impact of parental mental illness uh, on, Austra- on Aussie children. Uh, look for uh, phone numbers for Helpline, Kids Helpline. We've got 1800 551 800. Uh, Lifeline itself, 131114. And don't forget 13 Yarn, 139276. If you're a Yarn, a First Nation uh, person, on the other end of the telephone, there it is. Have you seen Yana Strong to the conversation here, National Talk Black? Deadly number here, 1800 422 Justice will be done This world is made for everyone This world is made for everything To live and be free We shall overcome No one on earth.
Yeah, we'll get back to justice will be done. That's Johnny Huckle here on your daily program, National Talk Black. Have you saying yarn up strong? 1-800-422-416. Yarn up with the bully run, Trevor Tim, Trinity Trev, Murray from the Curry, coming you live from First Nation Radio Station here in Kansas, New Dindy country. BBM Bama Bip Media, 98.7 FM. And we go across the nation, thanks to NERS, National Radio Service. We even go down to Mackay, 105 FM. Big shout out, my 105. And with that, we're going to catch up yarn with JT on the line. My daily brother, how are you? Hello, good morning, <laughs> good Trevor. Morning. Good morning, how are you? All right, mate. Good, brother. Before we start, let the mob know who you mob, where you're from, JT. Oh, uh, my name is Jeff Tymer, and good uh, morning to all your listeners. Uh, my mother is on the South Sea side down this way, the Quackwood, and my father is on the uh, Torres Strait Island side, up at the... Badu, Darnley, wherever. Yeah, beautiful, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, look, welcome to the program. Have your say. Um, what do you want to yarn about, my brother? Oh, well, there's a couple of things. I won't take up too much of your time, All but good. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about, catch up with that UPLA update. That's one of the things. But before that, Trevor, I um, just talk about like, Tiger Bales. Yes, Rebel and, with uh, the Cause, I, SBS. Yeah, it was a great with the cause, Rebel with the cause, yeah. Trailblazer. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, I missed it last night, but uh, I think Yarraka. Uh, they would have done a very good job there. Yes. But talking about Tiger Bales, I have met him about three times or mm. four times, a couple of times down at Brisbane while he was at All Black Sports. Yes. Uh, but also uh, he came up here to open up our, uh, our uh, when we had the Daily Mercury studio. Okay. Him and Laura Forrester. I still got photos of that. Yeah, beautiful Lola. Lola yep. Forrester. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, beautiful. And uh, so that was great there. But he did come to Icewell. Mm. And it was like a whole gypsy family, him and I think 12, 13 families. They all hit to Icewell yep. for my uh, sister-in-law's 80th birthday, Mrs. Chapman. Okay. And uh, yes, and that was a, a big weekend. It turned out to be a big weekend at Icewell. Mm. I think late 90s, early 2000s. I just can't remember now. And, and those who uh, don't know Tiger Bells, he was a pioneer for black media and he pushed for that, especially black radio. And so, look, a big mentor of mine. Don't worry about that. And also mine too. Yes. He, um, when you read the, the, the life story on the last, uh, what's it, uh, Koori Mail, mm. and they've done a good uh, story of him then and uh, follow his footprints. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I got to actually talk to him, down, like I said, down at the Brisbane mm. and, uh, and the radio station. He came up with Lola Forrester, yes. the lady, and they gave us a... Uh, when we opened up the Daily Mercury, and that's why I would have had uh, my uh, operation at that time. Mm. So, uh, well, yeah, good. Uh, thanks, uh, for a rack of, um, I missed the show last night. I was doing other things, uh, uh, Trevor. Mm, yes. And uh, but I just want to touch on the Upla update. Yes, and for those who don't now know, uh, Upla, the company that um, ran business for uh, First Nation people for funeral and um, uh, payments and what have you, and then they went uh, bankrupt, and uh, a lot of our mob lost lost payments. Yes. Yeah, and. I've been following that for the last couple of years. Of course. But I see uh, uh, the ninth last month, they're going to do something about it, but they're not, uh, it doesn't help us victims. You know, they, mm. 
they're going to try and get into the uh, people who, who you know, the actual companies. But I haven't heard not not so much uh, thing on the uh, the people like myself. I think we got till November. So you I'll haven't been, been communicated to JT? Just confirming. Two hundred. You haven't been communicated to. Whatever the number is. But um, I think you lost me there, brother. Still, <clears throat> still pretty uh, fuzzy about what's happening mm. with the. Trevor, you any update, mate? Yeah, can you hear me, JT? We'll try you again. There? JT, you there? Hello, JT? JT, you there? No, I lost JT. We'll try, we'll try and get JT back. JT, um, uh, First Nation uh, Radio announcer with uh, uh, my 105 FM in Mackay. Uh, look, call us back, JT. Uh, I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. And everything you were saying was going across the airways, my brother. Uh, but couldn't hear me in responding. But I'd love to, for you to call back and we continue that conversation. Uh, you did ask the question, did I hear anything more about a funeral uh, update uh, with the uh, company Upla, uh, who uh, took funds from, I think that's JT now. JT, you there? Good morning. Yeah, I think yeah. they're playing tricks on us, Yeah, brother. they're tickling us, brother, yes. In regards to your, your question, I haven't heard anything more on the uh, Upla situation, funeral Upla. Okay. Uh, but you yeah, haven't okay. heard anything more? They're not communicating with you? No, well, I've got to, I've got to November. Okay. Uh, they send me paperwork, mm. and I'm, I'm one of the fortunate ones if they're going to pay out. Mm, okay. Uh, but I've got to get back in uh, touch with them, so... But I, I, I think about the rest, uh, three quarters, of the majority of yeah. thousands of people. That uh, so Maybe anyway, so. we'll just uh, I'll keep a, I'll, I'll get my um, stuff in the gear. So that's um, the, the, the I see last month the ethics is going to target the people, but mm. you know that doesn't uh, the victims don't do nothing for the victims, eh? Exactly right, and they should be front so anyway, and centre. They should be front and centre, the victims. Yeah, so keep 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 the space going. Yeah, brother. Another thing, how was the weekend? I follow you on Facebook, the Gordonville Football. Oh, Gordonville and Digital Rugby League Football Carnival. Yes, that's right. It was a beautiful carnival. Um, uh, the, um, uh, I think the boys from uh, Innisfil, make-up team of Innisfil, uh, yeah. run away with the uh, with the competition, $30,000. Okay. And uh, Durigi, okay. Yarraba, come away with $5,000 running up. So great competition. Um, uh, that's carnival. good. It's, yeah, winning, winning is all right, but it's a participation, mate. Well, eh? Exactly. And we're talking about black mm. businesses on the, uh, on the side yeah. of the field with their the, storeholders. The exactly. Spin off. Yes, yes, which is oh, fantastic, yeah. brother. And uh, I suppose... Uh, if I get a job like that, mate, I'll be able to go with you to Cook Island or Fiji or something. Where'd you go last time? Yeah, I was over in F uh, Fiji and I was there. The, uh, yeah, you there? I lost you again, have I? Oh, what's going on here? You there? Hello? You there? Are you there? No, I lost, lost JT. JT, so sorry, I lost you once again. I can hear you, but you couldn't hear me uh, and answer your question. Yes, I did go to Fiji. And I was the MC over there for the uh, First Nation uh, Indigenous uh, Cultural Global Warning um, Conference. So very important. And uh, look, a lot of uh, black people from across the uh, South Pacific as well as America and uh, Ind um, uh, India as well. And talking about looking after planet Earth that was a very important conversation. So I was over there on work uh, for about a week and took some time off as well enjoying Fiji. But uh, that was JT I was yarning to. Um, he's from Mackay, 105 FM, First Nation Radio Station Mackay. Big shout out to the Mackay team. Uh, thank you so very much. And uh, we do a joint venture uh, on Wednesday night with um, uh, Uncle JT 
in regard to country music, but we'll try and get him back and continue that conversation. Lost the brother there. This is your daily program, National Talk Black. Have you saying Yan Up's wrong? 1-800-422-416. Hey, hey, on your mom? It's me, Bushtaka Bungie, and you're listening to the National Talk Black program. Maka Ran. National Talk Black. 1-800-422-416. We got Talk Black with Uncle Trevor, Murray from the Curry. Call in on 1-800-422-416, FM, BBM. Yes, very good morning, you Daily Mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. It is I, Trevor, Tim, Trendy Trev, Murray from the Curry. I come to you live from First Station Radio Station here in Kansas, New Dindy country. That's BBM Bumblebrip Media, 98.7 FM. We go across the nation, thanks to NERS, National News Radio Service. You can have your sabre calls from that daily number, 1-800-422-416. Going to catch over yarn now with Shane Howard. Yes, the front man of legendary Australian group, Gawana who penned the iconic 1982 hit song, Solid Rock, Sacred Ground, 
uh, that has destroyed um, Detroit, the dis- disposition of First Peoples, has returned his Order of Australia medal in response to the voice referendum result. We've got Shane on the line. Shane, a very good morning, my brother. How are you? Good morning, Trevor. I'm a bit broken-hearted. I'm sure, like a lot of people, uh, feeling a bit hurt for my mm. uh, First Peoples, my brothers and sisters, and the hurt they must be feeling a sense of exclusion. Yeah? So for our listeners out there, we are talking the voice to Parliament, uh, which didn't get a yes, it became a no. Uh, you, as a non-Indigenous uh, person, um, was for a yes, and you disheartened me, became a no. Um, and you're handing your Order of Australia medal back to the government because of this decision. Well, I am, Trevor, yeah, absolutely, yeah, because it was such a modest request, mm. you know, from First Peoples. It, was design- it wasn't about Anthony Albanese or anything politics. Sure. It was designed by First Peoples over a long period of time and it was a very simple and eloquent proposal. And the, the statement from the heart was a very generous gesture. Sure. Uh, it didn't threaten anybody. Yep. Um, it asked very little. It, it asked them to be consulted. First people to be consulted on any decisions that yeah. the government may make that would affect them. Um, absolutely fair and reasonable. There are so many, um, you know... Um, advisory bodies that the yes. government already deals with. This would have just been another one. Well, let's uh, talk, let's then talk. For the, when the leader of the opposition, Peter Dutton, and the LNP, when they not only said they would not support it, mm. but that they would actively campaign and aggressively campaign against it. Against it. I knew it was doomed, I guess. Sure. And uh, it made me very sad. And then it was... Mm. Uh, what we saw uh, was... 70% of people at the end of last year who supported the Yes game, we saw that disappear into minority. Yes. Now, that can only be as a result of a disinformation campaign mm. and a misinformation campaign that was very well funded and very ruthless. I copped it myself on my social media page. Sure, exactly. I had to turn comments on for a month. It was so, yes. And some of them were nasty, some nasty. of them were aggressive, yep. some of them were violent, some of them were racist. Yep. And I have to believe that it was a disinformation campaign. Well, we don't want to... Because otherwise... We don't want to be stamping out... We have to accept that it's racism. Exactly. And we don't want to state that the government is racist. And that's a very sad thought. Yeah, brother. Look, thank you. When we talk about solid rock, sacred ground, it it seems like it's uh, sand. Uh, you know, like a, a we're, desert. We're on shifting sand. Yeah. Shifting sand, exactly. Uh, so, uh, a man of your calibre, uh, you know, an artist in your own right, um, uh, look, uh, Australia world renowned, uh, to hand back an order of Australia. I mean, you don't do what you do for any recognition or acknowledgement or medals as such, but to receive it is a nice gesture. But for this country to decide on such a, a big event, voice to parliament, and it's a no. Uh, you're d- deeply saddened, and this is your action for the deeply no, for the sadness of the no, yes? It is. I look. I respect the democratic result. But yes. Like I said, I think I think there was a bit of mischief afoot, and that the... Um, I think the leader of the opposition, the LNP, actually went down the pathway of... Uh, they, they could have just said we're not going to support it, but mm. we'll make it a conscience vote, but they deliberately opposed it. Sure. And then we watched all this 
uh, a very well-funded misinformation, disinformation campaign. Mm. I mean, and at this point in history, I, I, I just can't be proud of my nation. Sure. I love this country, yeah? Yes. yes. I, I love all the... I've travelled so far and wide, and I love the people. I think they're generally a good people. Mm. But I, I suspect the Australian people were misled uh, mm. by this disinformation and misinformation campaign. And um, the journalist, Martin Flanagan, he wrote a few days ago, he said, if I were to write a book about the voice referendum, my first question would be, who funded the No campaign and why? Sure. And I think that's a really important mm. question to answer, Trevor. And things don't know. change if things but, don't sh- change, Shane. This is an Aboriginal country. It says it all in Solid Rock 40 years ago. Yeah, First Nations people watched Ice Ages come and go. Yeah. And the ancient songlines, they reenact all those mm. con- their stories, the deep history of the oldest continuous culture and spirituality on Earth. Yes. You know, I, when I wrote Solid Rock, I dreamt of a better country. I dreamt of a country that, I could be proud of, that mm. we could all be proud of, respectful of its ancient history and honest about its modern colonial history. Yes. You know, facing up to the truth, doing the truth-telling. Um, and I wanted us as a country, as a nation, to address the fundamental lie at the heart of mm. our country, that it was stolen. Yes. There was never any treaties entered into. There was never any compensation paid. There was never any addressing of that. It was swept under the carpet. Exactly. And now, in the wake of what's happened, I think we have to really stand up and say, hold on, mm. um, we've got to get back to truth-telling. We've exactly. got to make sure it's in our school curriculum. Yes. We've got to get to treaty-making. Mm. You know, seriously, meaningful treaty-making. Um, we've got to get to be a republic, an independent country. Um Everything's got to be on the table now. And I think First Nations people were, First people were so generous with this gesture. Mm. And it was like John Schumann, my friend from Redgum, said, it's like our Aboriginal brothers and sisters down the street said, come over for a barbecue this afternoon, you know, Mm. and a bit of a yarn. And we said, oh, actually, no, we don't want to, actually. You know, it's it's rude. It's not decent what happened here. So I think now we have to really call out what's going on. It's either a disinformation campaign mm. or we have to accept the fact that it's still a very racist country. Yep. And things don't change and things don't change, Shane. Yes, exactly. It happened a beautiful yarn, but he's saying everything he needs to say. Shane Harrod, frontman legend, um, uh, legendary Australia group, Guana. And uh, he has returned to Order of Australia medal since a response to voice referendum result. He was deeply saddened by the, uh, the no campaign and uh, he doesn't want to hold the Order of Australia medal because of it. And that's his call. Look, um, uh, good yarn with you, Shane. Thank you very much. I got the gist of it all. And uh, this is your daily program, National Talk Black. Have your saying yarn up strong, 1800 422 416. Jangan lupa 
Samran Live. That's uh, Solid Rock Guana and had a deadly yarn with uh, Shane Howard, who uh, the frontman for Guana, who decided to hand back his Order of Medal um, to uh, the government, Order of Australia Medal, um, in regards to the uh, voice to Parliament. He was a yes man. He was so disheartened and saddened by the um, no vote that he hand back his medals. So I thought I'd play his song after that uh, that deadly interview with the brother. So too deadly, have you saying Yana Strong enter the conversation here, National Talk Black. Yana with a bully one here, Trevor Tim, Trendy Trev, Murray from the Curry. Come here live from First Nation Radio Station here in Kansas on your dingy, uh, your dingy country. And a uh, big shout out to all our mob here. And also want to give a big shout out to Jason and Bernie Joinby. Thank you very much for a beautiful Gordonville Indigenous Rugby League Carnival. Happened over the weekend. BBM was there for the outdoor broadcast. And uh, look, 2014's played in the competition. Uh, just all men's uh, team this year and uh, $30,000 prize money. And uh, it w- went um, there to the um, uh, the boys from Minnesol and um, uh, Cairns. Mixed your team there. Beat Dirigi in the finals there. And they and Dirigi walked away $5,000 and the um, uh, the main winning team walked away with $30,000. And uh, look, a fantastic uh, carnival it was. Uh, great to see. Uh, look, thoughts and prayers are going out to the family of Yuri. Uh, with an incident that happened and uh, thinking of uh, the family over there. But to listen to your mob, have you saying Yana Strong? Let's look at the news, Indigenous news for today. Shameful act, Indigenous yes leaders break silence over voice to referendum result. Speaking of the referendum. Now, the statement described the level of misinformation surrounding the campaign and led up to the vote as uh, unprecedented, saying it had unleashed a tsunami of racism. Indigenous Yes campaign leaders have t- uh, broken their silence over the 14 October referendum describing the result as shameful. An unsigned open letter released on a Sunday said that after a week of silence, they, uh, they were speaking out to respond to the majority of Australians who voted against the proposal to enshrine uh, an Indigenous voice to Parliament in the uh, Constitution. In refusing our people's right to be heard on matters that affect us, Australia chose to make itself less liberal and less democratic, the statement read. It is clear no reform of the constitution that includes our peoples will ever succeed. This is the bitter lesson from October 14. The latest count from the uh, 14 October referendum shows the national no vote at 60.69% and yes at 39.31%. 
Uh, every state turned down the proposal with the uh, ACT, the only jurisdiction to back the yes cause, yes case. Uh, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has acknowledged the disappoint, disappointment of yes campaigners, but said Australia's choice must be respected. We respect the outcomes in our democracy, and I have done that, he told reporters uh, in Perth on Friday. Sunday's statement, which did not name its specific authors, uh, said there was nothing positive to be taken from the referendum result. Post-referendum uh, commentary observing no voters was expected. It said in the usual kind of post-election uh, approval or praise of the electorate. The truth is that the majority of Australians have committed a shameful act, whether knowing or not, and there is nothing positive to be uh, interpreted from it, it said. There was little that could be done after the federal opposition announced it was opposing the, the voice, the, le the letter stated. The support for the referendum collapsed from the moment Liberal and National Party leaders Mr Dutton and Mr Littleproud chose to oppose the voice to Parliament proposal uh, after more than a decade of bipartisan support. The statement described the level of misinformation surrounding the campaign and led up to the vote as unprecedented. Uh, saying it had unleashed a tsunami of racism. We know that the mainstream media failed our people, favoured, uh, favoring our false sense of uh, balance over facts, said the letter, which uh, also cr criticised organisations for lies in political advertising uh, and communication. Uh, on Saturday, three Northern Territory Land Councils said the result of the referendum could not be separated from a deep-seated uh, racism. It is said to say that uh, everyone who voted no is racist, but also fair to say that all racists voted no, said the Northern Council, uh, Twin Tiwi Land Council and uh, Adelaide uh, Land Council. The veritable and hatred that were part of the campaign existed prior to, but were given a license through the process. And there it is. Maybe you want to add to that conversation uh, or maybe you just want to move on. Uh, forget the voice. Either way, all is here on your daily program, National Talk Black. Uh, add to the conversation. one 416 I remember my brother crying Cause he hurt his knee being the brother I wanted to see Then my big sisters came Said I was to blame We picked him up and carried him home Walking back to Mama's On a summer There 
much that I could do I would do what I would choose Like walking to the river On a summer afternoon And walking back Under the Mum, Warren H. Williams here on your daily program looking at more news here. Um, Queensland Government releases new strategies to preserve state Indigenous languages and Queensland community groups and organisations will be given hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in new grants to help preserve and uh, revitalise First Nation languages across the state. And the Queensland Government has uh, released this new strategy. More than $238,000 in grants have also been awarded to 25 uh, organisations to supply uh, to support their uh, efforts uh, to preserve languages. The Queensland Indigenous Language um, Advisory Committee says the state was once home to about 150 traditional languages. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Partnerships uh, Minister Leanne Enoch will announce the, the grant recipients today as a new strategy um, is unveiled uh, to revive the strengthen uh, Indigenous languages. The government's plan features 40 actions, including using First Nations language for place names and research at the Queensland State Archives to identify languages and language groups. Ms Enoch said ensuring Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages were strong, um, acknowledged, maintained and accessible uh, was vital to truth-telling uh, amid the state's a path to treaty process. Ensuring children learn um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages in the integral part of preserving, she 
said, informs a, um, informs a sense of a conti continuity uh, between the leaders of the past and the leaders for tomorrow. Children in Lockhart River have already uh, benefited from Indigenous Languages grant funding uh, for storybooks in the uh, Yupala and uh, Kuku Yule language. So great to see why Indigenous languages are disappearing. There are more than 250 language, uh, Indigenous languages in Australia, but only about 12 are still um, spoken regularly across the different generations within communities. New application plan includes uh, continuing the government's Indigenous language grants program, which helps uh, community groups deliver language programs across the state. In the latest round of grants, more than $238,000, as mentioned earlier, will be given to 25 organisations in Queensland, which will help support the pres preservation of 42 languages. Great to see. And respecting our mob and respecting the first people. Uh, look, uh, it's come to the time. We're 20 trip signs off, so thank you very much for your time, your mob. I'm back in the hot seat again tomorrow with that deadly number, one eight hundred four double two four one six. 416 National Tour Black, one-hour program. Come to you live from First Station Radio Station here in Cairns on your dingy country, BBM Bummer Brip Media, 98.7 FM. And across the nation, thanks to Nurse. Big shout-out, Nurse. Thank you very much. Stay black, stay deadly, stay strong, your mob, and we'll be yarning soon. Too deadly. <laughs>